Welcome to Senior Connect, a podcast by Okra. In this episode of Shannon's Sunshine Share, host Shannon Riglis is joined by Andrea Barato to discuss the SWAYAS program and how it helps seniors with memory issues. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this beautiful Tuesday. It's gorgeous outside. It's a huge blessing that it's not 99 degrees out. Um, So my name's Shannon. Welcome to Shannon Sunshine Share. Today I have my friend Andrea Parada with me. Andrea is the coordinator for our SWAYS program here at the Lantern. Um, She has been in STNA for, oh my gosh, 21. 21 years. She's also a certified dementia practitioner and Andrea was with us a couple weeks ago and we talked about um, acclimation to a new environment. Um, when we're talking about our family members and loved ones entering into a new environment from home or, you know, even going into the hospital from home, any type of change in environment and what to expect from that. So, um, we, we talked a good amount about that. We did. So today I thought, you know, we, we talked and we thought it might be a good idea to talk about. Um, our environment here at the Lantern, which if you haven't been in any of our buildings or you haven't um, had a tour or you haven't checked this out online, I definitely encourage you to do that because we have a pretty cool thing going on in in our buildings um, here in Northeast Ohio. And uh, that is our swayest environment. And people ask me all the time, that's a strange word. What does it mean? What is swayest? So swayest is actually an ancient Sanskrit word. Um, it, it means life of vigor. And you know that is our goal here at The Lantern. Quality of life um, is always our goal. And our swayest environment is very unique um, in many, many ways. Um, it's something that prior to um, coming to work here almost six years ago, I had never seen anything like it. Um, and I've actually been able to um, I've had the pleasure of, you know, helping people when they move in, watching them to actually um, acclimate to this environment and seeing the benefits that this environment has had for the clients that move in to, to sway us. So I thought it'd be pretty cool to talk a little bit about the environment, sure. what makes it so unique. Um, I, you know, talk about maybe some behavior management things that we've seen as a positive mm-hmm. um, with the environment. And then after the um, broadcast, I will post some links to some virtual tours that we've had for all three of our communities so that you guys can kind of check those out um, and and see. Uh, what, oh, what is that? we have somebody on from Brazil. That's pretty cool. Woo-hoo! Awesome. So, Hello, Brazil. <laughs> so um, without further ado, I'm going to um, give the floor over to Andrea so she can tell us a little about, bit about our Swayas environment and what makes it so unique and some of the positive benefits of that environment. So again, I don't know if anybody's, you know, some people have come in and seen our, our environment. Um, if you have not seen it, you can also see pictures of it online on our website. Um, but the Swayas environment gives our clients the impression that they live in a natural outdoor setting. Um, and, you know, we as humans constantly receive stimulus from our, our environment, from our surroundings, good or bad. We're constantly, you know, stimulated by that. And our actions and our response to a situation is directly based on our 
perception. And our perception is based on our past experiences. So our clients with our virtual sky ceiling, the gazebos, the pergolas, the, the trees, the shrubs, the suites and the rooms that are built like real homes with vinyl siding and brick siding and roofs and gutters and, you know, the porch lights, it, it gives the individual with Alzheimer's and dementia the perception that they live in an outdoor setting. So the feeling of being restricted in an environment is minimized considerably. Um, they don't feel like they're, they're locked down. Um, and it, it, it actually probably feels like you're living in kind of a subdivision or a housing development. I've even had clients refer to it as their community um, or their neighborhood, which is amazing because that is exactly what we're kind of going for. Um, you know, the virtual sky ceiling is, is, is amazing. It gets lighter and lighter in the morning and the sun slowly rises and at night, um, it starts to get darker and darker and darker as the evening wears on their porch lights come on, the street lights come on. Um, and it gives the, in that impression of living in that natural environment. Um, it really helps them build routines of day and night. We know when it's time to get up in the morning. We know when it's time to eat. We know when it's time to start to kind of settle in and relax and get ready for bed. Um, it really helps with those directions and those cues. Mm -hmm. um, you have a client who wakes up at three o'clock in the morning and they wander out of their suite and you can show them it's nighttime still and they can look up at the sky and they can see that it's still nighttime. And it's a lot easier to redirect and get them the rest of that good night's sleep mm -hmm. by just telling them, you know, hey, it's we got a couple hours till morning. I'll wake you up for breakfast. Oh, okay, you know, and they it's it's a lot easier to redirect that behavior because we can actually visually see that it has gotten darker out. Right. Or the sun is rising, it's time to get up in the morning. Right. So that really, really, really helps with um with that. Yeah, so it makes a big difference, you know, I think like like you said, without walking out of their apartment like with bright overhead lights on 24 hours a day. Yes. And that's kind of what you see a lot of times in a more clinical setting. Yes. Shea Stadium. It's lit up. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that that desire to, to, to exit seek is dramatically minimized. Does it happen? Absolutely. But to not feel like you're locked in, to feel like you're sitting in a park and you're outside gives that perception of, of not feeling like you're restricted. Definitely. And so it really eliminates a lot of that. Um, so minimizing the elopement risk is huge because safety is, is definitely really important, but providing an environment and a setting that our clients become familiar with also helps eliminate unwanted emotions such as anxiety mm. and depression, agitation, and this actually promotes a, a lot of a more healthy lifestyle. Um, you know, when when you have anxiety, when you are depressed, when you're agitated, when you're angry, um, it's really hard to be at your best. Right. Absolutely. You know, it's really hard to function at your best ability. And when we can eliminate those unwanted emotions, there's a really good possibility that when an individual with Alzheimer's or dementia is relaxed, that it can actually help align a lot of their memories and thoughts. And I can give you a great example. Okay. We had a client who moved in. She was about a stage four going into a stage five. 
And when she moved into the AL environment, there were so many hallways and doors and, and different um, flooring that it was really overwhelming and confusing for her. Okay. Um, so we discussed moving her into the Soyuz environment, and we did. And the first night, I will say, it was a little rough because, you know, we're getting used to, we're acclimating. Right. Um, but within a week, this lady's thoughts and memories started to realign. She was um, showering herself, wow. dressing herself, um, using the toilet appropriately, um, feeding herself, going out, um, shopping with her family. Wow able to have really good conversations that were meaningful. Um, so being able to take away all that, that emotional upheaval really does help just kind of balance them out and just kind of realign. And they don't have as many of those emotional upheavals sure. as, as they would sense. normally have. Yeah. So, um, Again, we as humans perform at our best ability when we are stress-free. And if we can eliminate the stress on our clients, not just through activities, not just through caregiving, um, not just through holding their hand, which is all very you know, valid, but what if we could also do it through environment? Mm -hmm. And environment plays a key role in everybody's life. Yeah. You know, if you're in an, an environment that is really crazy busy and loud, Sometimes, you know, after so long, it's just like, okay, I can't, I can't yeah, handle this anymore. I need to go find me a quiet place. Right. You know, so we, we're able to give that to our clients. Mm -hmm. um, we have this amazing waterfall um, with pond area in the back. It's beautiful. And it's, it's tranquil and quiet back there. So, you know, when we have clients who may have um, increased agitation, and it's really hard to kind of figure out exactly what the reason behind that agitation is. Sometimes just taking them back and sitting on the park bench by the waterfall and talking about the waterfall, watching the fish, you know, listening to the water, you know, trickle down the rocks. It's very tranquil. It's very relaxing. And it really kind of helps bring them down from, exactly. from that anxiety. Um, so then it's a lot easier for us to um, care for them. It's, it helps them um, be able to focus better and pay attention better to directions and be able to navigate and follow those directions. Mm -hmm. So all of it, um, the, the whole environment is, is very, I think, crucial to um, somebody who has Alzheimer's and dementia. Yeah. Um, and eliminating those unwanted emotions is one of the biggest things. And I will say that, you know, with, with the caregiving, with the activities and um, throwing in a huge heaping um, bottle of, of environment, really does um, help with our not needing PRM medications to yeah, help. Yeah, I definitely wanted to talk about that. So, you know, do we have clients who have PRM meds? We absolutely do. So let, do they get used? Let's talk Very about rarely. P, so PRN meds, for those of you who don't know, PRN is a medical term used as as needed. Um, so Sorry. those are medic. No, that's okay. Sometimes people don't know. So I just wanted to make sure, um, sometimes those medications are ordered from the physician for, uh, insomnia, um, anxiety or, you know, aggressive types of behaviors. So those medications are great to have in the toolkit, but those medications also sometimes come 
with some side effects like increased risk in falls um, and things like that that we don't want to happen. So again, medication, uh, tying medications in is super important and we have those available. But what I've noticed in working in this type of environment for you know almost six years is that a lot of times we don't have to go to that toolkit. You know, we can kind of nip nip things in the bud before we give that medication, um, just by utilizing the things that we have in our environment, like you said. Yes, and and environment is everything. Environment is your music therapy. It's 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 us. We are part of their environment. So you know, our mood and and how we set the tone for the day is is a huge part mm -hmm. of the environment. Um, there's there's just all all kinds of things going on in their environment, and any way that we can help control the environment because I mean, realistically, you, you can't always control the person that you're caring for, mm -hmm. but you definitely have that ability to control the environment. Definitely. You can reduce the noise. You can reduce the foot traffic. You can reduce shadowy lighting. You can, you know, th there's so many ways to, to tweak the environment and, and minimize that stress simply by just really being observant and, sure. and realizing what might be triggering a behavior that may be environment induced. Right. So, um, yes, we have been extremely successful with environment and reducing those as needed medications. Um, they are rarely, rarely, rarely used. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that to me is an amazing thing. Um, you know, what we do in Swayus, it's, you know, we, we modify the environment. Therefore, we can modify the behavior and in turn medicate as a last resort. It's not the first thing we go to. Right. It is the absolute last because those medications aren't good really for anybody. I mean, you, me, elderly, you know. So if, if we can keep them from having to take those medications, and like you said, that's a, you know, it could be a fall risk. Mm -hmm. Um, there could be a lot of different risk factors. Yeah, sedation, so, you know. Right. Are they going to eat if they're sedated? Appetite. Right. So, you know, we just, we, we don't want to use those. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also kind of, you know, something that was really cool um, that I've seen too, is that we've had the ability to decrease um, psychotropic medications, Big time. dosages, and sometimes discontinue them all together. Sometimes, you know, we need a little bit of something to kind of help us stay stable. But what I've seen over the years is that, you know, the clinicians, the physicians, have been able to decrease those amounts of medications, which again, sometimes come with handfuls of side effects that we you know, don't want, and that can be a hindrance to our clients. So um, that's been really cool. I love to see that. I love to see people on you know, the least amount of medication possible to give them the best quality of life possible. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with environment as well, because we use aromatherapy in our environment. So if our client, you know, we always start with sleep. You know, we, we if we don't get a good night's sleep, we're not going to have a good day the we're next cranky. day. We're, we're cranky. cranky. And then we're so overtired that we can't sleep. So we do sleep studies from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., wanting to know if they're awake during these hours. What is their sleep? Um, routine happening and so if we can start with sleep and we can get them a good night's sleep then throughout the day we can reduce yeah. those psychotropic medications and they won't have the, the same behavior increase right. if they're getting a good night's sleep right so it's it's it, it's all ties in you know to environment really absolutely, absolutely. I love the I love the fact uh, 
that we use essential oils. I think they're super helpful. Um, I remember we talked to, you know, you know, they can be used to increase appetite. Um, you know, um, the lavender is amazing for sleep. You know, uh, you got your peppermint and your lemon to put a little pep in the air, yep. you know, kind of wake you up and make you feel, you know, fresh and ready to go. Um, so I love that. Um, I love the music therapy. I think, you know, that it's been super helpful for a lot of our clients. Um, and then, yeah, just like coming out of your apartment and you're in the neighborhood and you have your neighbors there and there's always friends to chat with and there's always something going Sitting on. on the front porch yeah. in your rocking chair yeah. watching the world go by. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just an amazing environment. It, it really is. is. Yeah. It's, and I've seen a huge, and I've been, I've been a nurse for 16 years and I definitely, um, have witnessed lots of positives, you know, um, from that environment. So yeah. It even helps decrease wandering. Yeah. You know, because they don't, they don't feel so uncomfortable in their environment. They don't have to keep moving. They're actually able to relax. Yeah. And that really is, is extremely helpful. Yeah. Um, one thing I really love about the environment is that the nurse's station is like tucked. So the nurse's station is not in the middle of the unit. There's no nurse's desk on the unit. You know, it's it's in a totally separate area that that allows the nurse to, you know, keep her medication cart in there. It also allows the nurse to see the entire unit while she's documenting or while she's in there in the nurse's station working. You know, so it, 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 there's no clinical type of feel to that environment. You know, it's very natural. Um, and so that's something that's pretty cool, too, that I really loved. Um, you know, when I first came on board, I'm like, oh, really cool. Like, there's no nurse's station in the middle of the unit. It's the most non-clinical yeah. environment you could possibly get, I feel, because it's there's there. Yeah, there's cool. there's nothing that feels clinical about it. Yeah. It's it really amazing. Cool. It's really cool. And I, I definitely, like I said, I encourage you to check it out. Um, and unfortunately, you know, we're not able to have visitors right now and we're not really sure when that time will come. Hopefully, you know, that time will come. But, um, you know, we, um, like I said, I'll post some links um, so that you can kind of get an idea of what the different environments look like in all three of our communities, because there's lots of similarities, but there's also differences. Um, so yeah, do we have anything else we want to, I think we touched on everything. We did touch on it. Everything. That was a good segue. I feel from the last, from the last one. I think so too. I I think so too. So yeah, environment is, is huge. Um, any questions that you have, um, about maybe some things you can do at home to help to kind of tranquilize the environment at home, please feel free to give Andrea or myself a call and we'll be happy to kind of help brainstorm with you. Um, if you're seeing, you know, maybe your loved one has, you know, increased agitation or more trouble sleeping, call us. We're here as a resource for you. We can certainly try to help walk you through some of the more natural things you can do, some of the kind of easy fixes in the home that, that aren't going to cost a ton of money um, that you can implement um, just to kind of make the environment more comfortable for you and for your loved one. Um, so, yeah. So, so next week, I want to talk a little bit about that. We have Todd from Elara Caring coming, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about hospice care and what hospice means. Um, I am a huge advocate for hospice. I think that the word scares a lot of people, but I kind of wanted Todd to come on and talk to us a little bit about what hospice means and what the you know what the benefits are 
Um, I've had folks in my career who've been on hospice, on and off hospice for years. Yes. So, you know, um, sometimes they qualify for hospice and six months later, they don't, you know, they have a change in condition. They're doing a lot better, you know, but that hospice team is amazing. It's an extra set of hands and eyes and ears um, just to kind of make sure that, you know, everything is, is being taken care of for our clients. So that'll be a good one to tune into. And then, of course, I'm going to have Andrea back again soon. I always love having her on. She's super passionate. She's super knowledgeable. Um, so I always love having her on to talk about, you know, her thing and what she's, she's passionate about. Um, and she does an amazing job here and she's, like I said, she's a wealth of knowledge. So please feel free to reach out to her if you have questions. And I thank you Oh, you're very so welcome. much for being here with me today. And I would say that if anybody has any suggestions on a topic that they really would like to hear more about as far as Alzheimer's and dementia, please, um, get in contact with either Shannon or myself. And we'll see what we can do about bringing some of those questions up in our next awesome. session. Perfect. I love it. Thanks so much for tuning in to Shannon Sunshine Share. We will see you next week. Have a good day. Thank you for listening. Be sure to visit us at www.okra.com for more great content.